You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as Dr. David Klingler walks us through God's Word and teaches the Bible. Each episode has a study guide available in the show notes. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Tim Webb, and I'm here with Dr. David Klingler for our Teach Me the Bible podcast. Uh, Again, always our desire, helping the people of God know the Word of God. And David, uh, as always, as well, we want to remind people to download our app, and they can go to our website or go through the app, but uh, they can ask questions, look at uh, different Bible studies that you've developed for continued growth, other resources, articles, blog posts, and want to encourage people to continue to ask questions. I think that's great interaction, and people, no matter where they may live, which is really cool yeah. <laughs> that, uh, you know, this going out um, now in different parts of the world, they can interact with us and ask questions and uh, just continue that growth. And so uh, mm-hmm. also as we are getting into Colossians today, I also want to remind people on the front end, we usually do this on the on the end of the podcast, but uh, just to encourage people to stay connected with their local church Encourage your pastor. If you are a pastor, be encouraged. You're not alone in the journey, the battle. Uh, it is a real battle, as we see Paul in his day, and we've talked about this in all of his different writings. There's always an antagonist. There's always someone coming after him, and and so it's no different today. We, we're still in a spiritual battle. So, But as we begin today, we're going to do an overview of uh, Colossians, and so let's don't waste any time. What, what do we see happening here? Well, uh, so so this is one of Paul's letters, uh, and Paul, what Paul says to the Colossians just parallels what uh, is contained in the book of Ephesians, with mm-hmm. uh, probably one key difference, uh, which is there's a more clearly defined antagonist, uh, folks causing problems, mm-hmm. uh, the church at Colossae. Other than that, uh, it it follows uh, uh, pretty closely how mm-hmm. Paul uh, spells out his letter, a letter to the Ephesians. Okay, um, and so, uh, so we've got uh, you know a writing to explain uh, who these Colossians are in Christ, who to look out for, look out for the bad guys, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, uh, and those are the uh, and those those are the uh, the, the Jews, the Jewish mm-hmm. unbelievers, and uh, and and what, that's one of the things I think we really need to keep in the forefront of our mind is is it so easy as we were talking before we got started to to kind of um, Assume things are were then mm-hmm. the way they are today. Um, everybody had their own copy of the Bible. You know, we had the internet. You could send emails, <laughs> texting and, uh, back and forth. Yeah, there was a local church on every corner. Yeah. Um, you know, so it was um, you know there was you know probably fifty churches, and there was a Lutheran church and a Baptist church and a Bible church and a Catholic church all on the each corner. Uh, in Colossae, that, um, but but really, there was just the synagogue. There was mm-hmm. one place where you could go uh, to learn the scriptures, and that was the mm-hmm. Jewish synagogue, and uh, and there that's the only place <clears throat> where they had the copy of the of the scriptures. And so, it was a big deal uh, for a Jew who had believed in Christ to be kicked out of the synagogue, mm-hmm. uh, to be removed, or or to. Uh, or particularly uh, a problematic situation is Gentiles are now believing in the gospel, 
but they're not becoming Jews. They're not being circumcised mm-hmm. and keeping the law. And so according to the law and according to the Jewish unbelievers, that would make anyone who hangs out with them unclean. Um, so if a Jewish believer was hanging out with Gentile believers, mm-hmm. then they're unclean, and, and, and there's all kinds deal. of ramifications okay. for that for uh, for the synagogue. And so so that makes a lot of sense of books like Galatians and uh, and even Colossians and uh, and and the whole problem goes away if the Gentiles are circumcised and keep the law, right? Uh, and so you know, so the the Jewish unbelievers are saying we can fix this, we can remedy this whole things. They, these folks are God fearers; mm-hmm. they believe wrong about this Christ thing, but just get them circumcised and keep the law. And so I think that was a very real threat, very real enticement, um, and. Uh, you know, and so I think that that's a lot of what's going on, and Paul's always guarding against that, um, because uh, if remember that the reason why the gospel has gone to the Gentiles is because the Jews rejected mm-hmm. it was a uh, Christ as a stumbling block, a stone of offense, a stumbling block. That's Isaiah chapter eight, and um, uh, and so if the Gentiles become Jewish, then the stumbling block is removed. It's it's no no harm no foul mm-hmm. um yeah they might believe in this christ thing but uh but but then the gospel going to the gentiles to move israel to jealousy to move them to anger as a judgment back on unbelieving israel uh on a judgment on those who are circumcised in the flesh but not circumcised in the heart mm-hmm. uh, like a jeremiah chapter 9 mm-hmm. uh is uh that 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 that's removed and and uh uh, and as a sign back to them uh, that the people from a foreign language would proclaim the gospel back to uh, mm-hmm. back to Israel, uh, tongues, the issue mm-hmm. of tongues and tongues in the uh, in in the Bible. So there's so much here that that we just uh, assume uh, it's always been the way that it is now, mm-hmm. uh, and I think we're all guilty of it. I was just telling you an example where I think I was guilty of it, and, you, and so. The more aware you can just become of that, that we we kind of have to go back and uh, put ourselves uh, in the in the discussion and, and understand what was Paul dealing with during this first century um, in the as he's going around and he's writing these letters uh, to these uh, to these Colossians. One thing that I would point out <clears throat> in uh, in chapter one. Uh, we probably there's probably not many memory verses that people have in Colossians. Um, there there are no you know Philippians loaded Colossians not so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would venture to say almost nobody has memory verses in Colossians except for systematic theology folks. If you're a big doctrine person, then you probably have a Colossians one. It's uh, it's mm-hmm. for. <clears throat> He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. This is 115, mm-hmm. 116. For by him, they translate all things were created, both in heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And so, you know, we tend to think and teach in systematic theology kind of categories. You know, he's the... He's the atomic glue at mm-hmm. the molecular level, right? The, well, you've seen the diagrams. Yeah, atoms <laughs> are trying to fly yeah. apart, yeah. but 
but Jesus is in there holding Holy it all together. Mm-hmm. That may be, may be true, but I, that's not what Paul's talking about. Mm-hmm. And I can say that with pretty bold confidence because everything that he says here, <clears throat> he has said in other places. Uh, in the next verse is, he is the head of the body, the church. He's the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that uh, he himself might uh, have first place in everything. He is the head of the body. One of the things you'll notice if you're reading this in the in the Greek, and I, I find this happening all the time, is that what they, when they translate all things, mm-hmm. things isn't there. It's it's all. It's the all. In him, the all are held together. Uh, and what's being brought together in one body is, uh, are Jews and Gentiles, being brought together in one body. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For mm-hmm. by him, all were created um, in heavens and on earth. Paul does the exact same thing in Ephesians, the, mm-hmm. uh, in uh, all families, mm-hmm. the in heaven ones, the on earth ones, visible and invisible, thrones or dominions, uh, rulers, authorities, all have been created by him and for him, and he is before all, and in him all hold together. In other words, yeah. he's the head of the body. That's right. And um, and so it may be well that we can go talk about you know Christ as the Creator and all that stuff, but uh, but I don't think that that's what he's saying here. Uh, and and so what I try to teach our our students uh, and particularly our PhD students who are writing an argument of a book, they're they're saying this is what Paul's saying, this is why he's saying it, and this is how he's saying it. Right, mm-hmm. uh, and and so um, Paul is writing to the Colossian church to explain to them um, the the Jews and Gentiles are together in one body under mm-hmm. Christ, and look out for these Jewish antagonists. And oh, by the way, he holds atoms together. <laughs> you know, it just it doesn't it yeah, doesn't, it doesn't fit. Follow. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. <clears throat> not to say that it's not true, but that's not what he's saying. Um, um, there's another example that uh, that uh, we were talking about uh, a couple of days ago uh, that that um, um, you know we call it the the, uh, the, the 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 there's a passage in Philippians chapter two where you know Paul is writing down and he's and he says it's in uh, chapter two verse four uh, then he says um, turn there and. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, he, he's a, he says uh, he's telling them that he wants them to do nothing from selfish mm-hmm. uh, selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, let each one of you regard another as more important than yourself, not merely looking out for your own interests, but the interests of others. Mm-hmm. Uh, in verse 2, uh, that they were to be of the same mind, uh, the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose, uh, and that mind, that mind of Christ was to be, is the mind of humility, which looks out for the other. Uh, so in verse 9, when it says, do not merely look out for your own interest, that's real, it merely is not there. So don't look out for your own interest. Look mm-hmm. out for the interest of others. Now, who did that? Uh, Christ did that. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about him laying off his divine 
you know, what, what part of his divinity did he empty himself mm-hmm. of? It's not what, no, he's saying he humbled himself. I think that's the point. Right. Um, uh, and so, um, you know, he says, have this attitude in yourself, which was also in Christ Jesus. Well, I can't empty myself of my divine credentials or what, however we want to talk about mm-hmm. that. The point is, he, just just as he humbled himself, he wasn't looking out for his own interest, but for the interest of others. Mm-hmm. He humbled himself and took on the form of humanity, even to the point of death. And uh, and Epaphrodites is is look wasn't just looking out for his own interest, but looking out for others. And Timothy and Paul and uh, and so, in other words, mm-hmm. uh, the 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 point being made in the section ought to contribute to the the argument. Mm-hmm. The, the message that the author is constructing. And so um, what happens is it's all those verses that we think we know or we've heard some teaching about that really impede our ability to just track the logical flow in it. Uh, and so so in chapter 1, Paul is, uh, is introducing uh, his, his message. Uh, he is writing to these New believers, he is telling them who they are in Christ. Uh, that uh, uh, that 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 uh, they have, you know, they believe the gospel, and uh, and uh, he, now they've been delivered. He delivered us from the domain of darkness, uh, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of our sins. Mm-hmm. Here is why: for it was the Father's good pleasure to reconcile all to Himself. There's that all mm-hmm. things again in verse twenty that I don't think is things. He's not reconciling all, you know, sticks and rocks and frogs Creature, to himself. Yeah. He's he's reconciling all people mm-hmm. to uh, himself, uh, having uh, you know made peace through this sacrifice. So, uh, so th- then he turns in chapter uh, chapter two to these persecutors. Don't uh, these the, the the antagonists? Mm-hmm. Um, let no one uh, defraud you. Let don't let anyone act as your judge in regard to food or. Whatever uh, Sabbaths or you know religious celebrations, um, so you you are part of Christ. You are a member of the body. You're you're in Christ. Mm-hmm. You're a uh, you're you're a new cre- creation. You're a new man. Put on the new man. Take off the old man. Exact same language that he uh, uses in. Uh, in Ephesians, and then he mm-hmm. goes through the same categories uh, in Ephesians: mm-hmm. uh, wives, husbands, masters, Slaves. servants, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, and so forth. And uh, and so so he's going to basically walk down the same trail as Ephesians, and then chapter four ends with some uh, uh, some some greetings that uh, that help us. You know, the one thing we haven't mentioned, I think, we also see every time is uh, you know, verse twenty four. He mentions suffering again. Oh gosh, yeah, and I don't want to just lightly skim over that, but he ties it to the example of Christ. Absolutely, Peter does the same thing. Every letter Every that he writes, yeah, um, because one of the things that these Jews are going to do, and and not just not just this isn't just a Jewish theology; it's mm-hmm. a it's a pagan theology that the Jews have sure. adapted right? mm-hmm. uh, and adopted. So, so uh, it is this theology that says, if you serve God, He will bless you now. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not being blessed now, then logically you aren't following something God. Wrong. You must be yeah. doing something wrong. Yeah. You don't have enough faith, or you're being unfa- or there's unconfessed yeah, sin, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, and uh, that's that's mm-hmm. back to, to Philippians. Paul's over mm-hmm. there in sure in prison, and they're saying, "Look at him. Yeah. He's in prison, and uh, 
That's proof. Uh, and so suffering is part and parcel mm-hmm. of the uh, experience of the believer, always has been mm-hmm. from the beginning, mm-hmm. and will continue to be uh, till the end. Uh, and so it's very easy to be led astray when people say, well, you know, the reason why you have cancer, you must be, you know, what, or, or maybe let's ask it the way that the disciples do. Is this man's blindness because of his sin or because of his parents? Yeah. Right? It, it's the exact same theology. And, of course, Jesus says, neither. Um, and, uh, and so that's not to say that there can't be, uh, you know, judgment for tearing down the body or some of these things. But, but a lot of what happens to us is just the reality of living in a fallen world mm-hmm. uh, and the reality that we're heading towards the grave. Um, but there's the, addition, uh, the additional suffering of putting yourself against, uh, against Satan, and yeah. against his system. Uh, what's really interesting, I know we're gonna we're gonna start with chapter one, but in that verse, we've talked about this before. Uh, maybe it's been a while, but in filling up what is lacking in Christ's affliction, mm. what's going on there? And I, I, I like for said when we get into chapter one, but it, it's almost as if uh, he's tying us to the body of Christ, and as Christ suffered, and, and there's still more. It's almost like he's saying it's not over. Yeah. Christ is going to continue to suffer, and really, what for me, it it reminds me of of that this is about Christ. I'm in Christ. I'm in His body, and Christ is going to continue to suffer, and and I just happen to be the target in oh, the meantime yes. because Christ literally is in heaven. Yep. So yep. anyway, I just I know we're going to get into yeah. Ver- yeah. chapter yeah, one, we but, are. but just, I uh, think it's really interesting that Paul never misses an opportunity to remind the church. You're not of this world. You're in Christ, and as Christ suffered, you're going to suffer too. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I've done this, and I think many of us in the church are guilty of it. We, we, real, we don't realize we've elevated ourselves over Christ. Yep. Yeah. As if we don't, we shouldn't experience the same thing. So, hello. Yeah. Well, and and I, you know, and I think it's part of our, of the reality of of in the past, not today. Uh, certainly, increasingly not so, uh, of of living in a culture that has been so impacted by Judeo Christian mm-hmm. uh, uh, ethics and and morality, um, and so what was valued was a more of a Christian worldview. This certainly wasn't the case in uh, in Paul's day. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a Christian worldview, and it, it, it's going to get him persecuted and killed. Um, in early Roman culture, same thing. Uh, and uh, uh, and so, um, but but we'll we'll talk about what sure. does it mean to yeah. have this uh, get to, to, to get to get into mm-hmm. suffering. So so for now, we'll just uh, just close it there. That that uh, you know uh, this is a a letter. It's going to mm-hmm. follow basically the outline of Ephesians with one uh, addition, which is these antagonists, which are going to be Jews. All right. Well, David, thank you for today. And just again, everyone, I want to remind you to stay connected with a local body of believers, be encouraged by the word, know the story. And uh, it just, it's transforming, transformative. Absolutely. Uh, So thank you, David. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. Our desire is to use the power of God's word to change lives. For more information, download our app. Join us next week for another episode of Teach Me the Bible.